Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to another episode of May Contain Traces of Soy, the podcast all about surviving and thriving on a plant-based, zero-waste lifestyle. I'm your host, Rochelle, and if you're new around here, just click that subscribe button and welcome to the podcast. I'm so stoked that you're listening. If you're a regular listener, welcome back. I really appreciate that you're taking the time to listen to the podcast. That is so awesome. Thank you, you guys. Um, if you like the podcast, please head over to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and leave us a little review or rating. We really love to know what you think about the podcast and we love to hear your feedback as well. So if you are new around here, we do shout outs on this show where you, the listener, can get in contact with us and ask us questions. You can suggest guest hosts, topics that you'd like us to cover, and we will do a shout out for you on the show. You can hit us up on Instagram, we are May Contain Traces of Soy, or on Facebook, you can just DM us there. You can also find us online at MayContainTracesOfSoy.com. We share articles on the website about the topics that we cover on the show, as well as recipes and tips for living a more plant-based and zero-waste lifestyle. So definitely check out the website, follow the Instagram, and uh, yeah, just go check all of that out. So today's episode is going to be drinking vegan, and we're going to be talking about the stuff that keeps your favorite wines from being vegan and uh, which ones you can go to that are just already vegan. So I actually am joined again today by my occasional co-host, Daniel. Welcome to the show, Daniel. Hello. It's great to have you on. <laughs> so we are actually enjoying a nice glass of vegan wine right now, aren't we? Cheers. Lovely. Just in case you thought we were making it up to sound cool, there's a bit of a glass ching for you. A little ching for you there, so that you know we're legit. Uh, the glass that we are having is by St. Hallette's. It is the Faith Shiraz from 2018. St. Hallette has some vegan red wines. You just need to check the label and make sure it doesn't mention eggs. If it doesn't, they are vegan friendly. This one is the Faith Shiraz 2018, and it's a, it's a pretty good drop, I think. James Halliday might have even given it quite a good rating. And I um, have to say, it's, you know, it's a it's a good drop. I haven't had a red for a while, and it's getting a little bit cooler in Brisbane, um, which for us is, like, down to, like, you know, 15 degrees. Yeah, so freezing, guys. Absolutely freezing. Um, but it is nice to have a nice glass of red when the weather starts to cool down. I know I enjoy a good glass of red. So we're having that tonight while we discuss uh, your favorite vegan wines and beers and, well, pretty much anything else that you can drink, aren't we? Okay, so obviously when you first go vegan, at some point in your journey, you're going to discover that not all alcohol is vegan. Um, the stuff that keeps alcohol from being vegan generally is within that wine and beer area, you'll find that they use something called clarifying or fining agents. 
and that's in order to remove the sediments that occur naturally in the process. So they often use an, a variety of animal-derived fining processes, and this includes albumin, which is derived from egg white, albumin, so that's M-I-N, which comes from eggs or dried animal blood, Ugh. Um, carmine, that sneaky little red coloring that comes from crush beetles, that's in a lot of other projects, uh, products as well. So definitely check the back of things. Make sure that you aren't buying anything with carmine in it. Casein, which is obviously the protein that comes from cow's milk. Charcoal, which sometimes is derived from animal bones. Chitin, which comes from the shelves of crabs or lobsters. Ew. <laughs> um, and gelatin. Now, we all know where gelatin comes from, in case you don't. Comes from the crushed up bones and connective tissues of cows and pigs. I got it. Can, can I butt in here and yeah. just quickly and go? The one that that struck me as the weirdest. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of shocked to know that this was something that was used to make my beer often uh, before I was vegan. Was um, something called isinglass, which is obtained from dried swim bladders of fish, and it's it's some sort of collagen type thing. Um, you know, for clarification and finding. And it just, I mean, it just struck me as bizarre that someone came up with this in the first place. Like, they went, hey, like, and the fact it's like a dried portion of the of the swim bladder, like, did someone just, like, gut a fish and then look over in the corner and go, see that shit over there? That might be good to refine our product. I mean, it's, I don't know. It just... That was a little bit perturbing to me. Yeah, look, that one is... I mean, I think that uh, the the crushed bones and the connective tissue stuff also really creeps me out. But, yeah, that one's pretty gross. Out of all of them, like, the whole fish swim bladders. So that's called icing glass. If you see that on any product, don't buy it. Um, you do not want your wine filtered. I-S-I-N, by the way. Not, like, just, like, you know, a, a cube that one would it's have in the receptacle like, they're drinking from. It's spelt like icing glass, but all is one word. Uh, and the last one that you need to look out for is called pepsin, and that's a foaming agent that's sometimes used in beer, and it's often derived from pigs. Really? I didn't even know about that one. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff that they're using to clarify our alcoholic drinks. We don't want any of that. Okay, so... One of the frustrating things about beer and wine is that alcohol in general doesn't have to have a list of ingredients on the bottle. So as a vegan, intense label reading is usually my failsafe. When I'm concerned there's going to be animal products, I will sit there and read through the labels. I'll look for all those sneaky little names and then I'll know, okay, this is a vegan friendly product. You're not going to be able to find that out all the time from your wine and your beer. You're going to have to do some extra research. Or... Um, something I'd recommend because especially as the partner of someone who's been vegan a little longer than I have, I found this app called Barnivore. Well, it's, it's a website and an app and you can just type in your, um, your, your chosen alcohol and it will just tell you, yes, this is vegan friendly and give you a green light if it is. And, um, I mean, it's not fail safe. It doesn't have every type of every brand or everything or anything like that. But, um, it's got quite a few on there. Like, I mean, 90% of the time that I've checked, it's had the non-obscure things that I've been looking for. And it's, it's really good. And a lot of times, even when those bottle shops do have the vegan sticker on it, you can look up other items 
that don't have that sticker and find out that they are vegan. And that's something that I've found really useful. Yeah. Barnivore is a fantastic resource. You know, I definitely would recommend that you bookmark that on your phone because when we've been out picking up a bottle of wine for a dinner party or, you know, something like that, we're going to see some friends, I'll just pull it up on my phone. And if I'm not sure of a particular brand, just a quick search in there will tell me whether or not it's safe for us to drink. Um, so definitely bookmark Barnivore, definitely worth doing. Um, in general, I was really surprised when I went vegan this time around to do a bit of research and realize th- how many animal products were getting into wine and beer that I was not aware of. Obviously, I know stuff like, you know, anything that mentions honey, anything that has cream, oh, like obviously honey. that. Yeah. yeah. Well, you'd think that, Actually, that, you'd think that'd be obvious, wouldn't you? You would think that would be obvious. You know, unless you you're an story? idiot or something. You and, got a story uh, on this one? <laughs> oh, well, for, no. Not specifically. Why, 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 why do you look at me like that? Listener, listeners, uh, I am being looked at funny, and I guess I, I feel like I'm being prompted to tell a story here. This is an absolutely true story. If um, the person who was there to witness it weren't sitting beside me, I probably wouldn't tell the story because it would sound like I'd made it up. But Honestly, you couldn't make this up. So uh, I'd done the whole Veganuary thing. Um, which is what kind of led me to just, you know, keep pursuing that. I went down to my local and had a couple of drinks and I'd always, you know, been quite partial to this, um, wild turkey and honey premix. Um, well, not necessarily a premix, but it was on sale this one day when I went by and I went, you know what? I kind of feel like something that's, you know, a bit of an alco pop that's going to give me a bit of a kick. And it was on sale. I went, why not? And it was the, the American honey. And, um, I hadn't, I didn't think twice. It was early February and I went, oh yeah, four pack of that. No worries. And I got home and said to Rochelle, oh, I just got this. And she went, well, you know, that's not vegan. I was like, what do you mean? And she went, well, it's got honey in it. I was like, ah, uh, well, um, you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it seems obvious in hindsight, but I did kind of feel like, the universe was telling me I, sh- I should be pursuing my vegan journey after what happened next. I recently turned 40. I had made it through four decades without being stung by a bee. I, I shit you not, I opened the can <laughs> of this drink. It would have been late afternoon. Um, and went, oh, well, I'm, I've, I've bought it now. I know I shouldn't, but I'm having a drink of, of this anyway. It's probably like the only real time I've broken my veganism since sort of committing to it and um, had a couple of sips and then felt this like sort of stabbing foreign pain I'd never experienced in the back of my neck and went, ah, and Rochelle said, what, what's going on? I went, I don't know, I've got this. And then she looked at me and she's, Rochelle's allergic to bees. I am very, very allergic to bees. So this was a very scary moment. Uh, and I, I, you know, in full melodramatic fashion also was like, I might be allergic to bees. My tolerance, I have no tolerance. I've, I've made it this far without being stung by bees. Maybe, and I, I, I got all freaked out. I got stung by a bee moments after opening the wild turkey, American honey, uh, you know, Alcopop. And I kind of did feel like maybe, you know, the bees were trying to pass on a message from the universe and it really gave me a lesson in looking at my alcohol and seeing if it was vegan because I thought, wow, if one commits to being vegan and then, and then, you know, maybe slips up, then 
nature will attack you, I guess. Yeah, you got taught a real lesson there. You know, nature came for you. It was like, you think you're vegan? You have some honey in your, in your what is it? Wild turkey? You yeah. have some honey in your wild turkey? I will show you. So, yeah, that, that is a lesson for everyone out there. If you say you're vegan and you get honey wild turkeys, watch out. The bees are coming for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And be careful if you drink that. What's be that? careful. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was I was going to say, what's guy. that one that's got the, the word lamb in it? If, if you buy that and find out it's not vegan, oh, I, I don't even want to know what might happen then. I don't know what one has the word lamb in it. I'm confused about your... Oh, it's this, like, super alcoholic. It's, like, worse than the worst goon. And it's it's something that kids drink. Well, not kids. Well, probably kids. There are, there are children <laughs> drinking? <laughs> Has someone told their guardians? Uh, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know what my okay. point was here. I was trying to make a joke. It didn't really pull off. Mm, Carry on. I'll forgive you. All right. So, yes. As we were saying, check out Barnivore. Don't make really obvious stupid mistakes like buying something with honey in it um, because the bees will come for you. But, yeah. So there are a few different uh, brands of all vegan wine. Um, I've got a couple here for you now. So you can get anything that is from the all vegan eco-friendly brand called No Evil. They come from South Australia. They have plenty of variety in their offerings and they are all proudly vegan. You can also get Farmhands. That's produced in South Australia as well. They're all vegan. You can also get a brand called... Tamberlane, which is from New South Wales Hunter Valley region. Now, they are not all vegan, but they do have a good selection of vegan-friendly wines. Um, so they're one to check out. And another one that isn't all vegan, but they do have vegan wines, is Yolumba. So we actually, and I'm not too proud to say this, we do enjoy one of the Yolumba cask wines that happens to be vegan. So, yeah. Um, you can definitely check those ones out. Vegan on a budget, if you want to have a glass of wine, the Yolumba cask wine is a winner. Look, I have to say, the Yolumba wine series is a pretty good wine, and... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You know, don't be put off by the shiny... uh, silver interior it's 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 bang for your buck and it's no worse than a cheap bottle of Sav Blanc might be anyway and I mean the fact that they've gone out of their way to produce a a vegan wine says to me all right all right you lumber I'll take your two liters for sixteen (laughs) dollars 
Um, we're going to give Daniel the floor now because we're going to talk about vegan beers and that is definitely his wheelhouse. I am not a beer person. Well, yeah, I mean, I've got to say, um, and it's something that is often facetiously brought up, brought up by other people saying, oh, well, is your beer vegan? Ha ha ha. And my kind of response is often the people that say that for a start might drink shit beer anyway. So it's quite easy to say, well, yeah, good beer is vegan. And they'll go, what do you mean by that? So off the top of my head, I can say Stone and Wood, Young Henry's, Bolter. They're three brands that I would, especially if it's not exorbitantly expensive or if it might have a couple of dollars off for a six pack, I would drink anyway. They're all independent brewers who, um, you know, do put things back into local into the local economy. They fit my paradigm and my beliefs anyway. A lot of those places support either regions with traditionally high unemployment or they put things back into the music industry and do do a little better than some of the big brewers in terms of, you know, helping the community if that's not an oxymoron for someone that makes alcohol. And, um, <laughs> and, 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 and they kind of taste good anyway. So, um, you know, I would have no qualms with recommending any of those um, three I've just mentioned. And that's, you know what, there are a myriad other other brewers that do just as good beer, but readily available big small brewers, if that's also not an oxymoron, I would recommend all three of those and say they're pretty, um, you know, they've got a social conscience as far as alcohol companies once again can and they taste bloody good and they don't purify with um with milk products or weird bits of um dried fish bladder so i mean hey everyone's happy especially the fish whose bladders aren't the swim bladders aren't being dried out to purify uh beer for humans yeah yeah good point so yeah there are some good vegan beers and wines out there some of the brands do not like outright tell you that they are vegan friendly so like we said just check Barnivore out if you're unsure. Now we're going to have a bit of a chat about spirits. Uh, not all spirits and hard liquor are vegan, but a lot of them are. If you're unsure about a brand, you just need to do a quick check on Barnivore, a quick Google, just to make sure that that particular brand is not doing some weird fining or filtration process. Um, but the majority of them are. So that's really good. That is good news all around for us and, you know, for you. Um, and it's worth noting, though, that not all mixes are vegan. And there are a few classic cocktails that include animal products. So you need to be wary of the Bloody Marys because they traditionally contain Worcestershire sauce and that has fish in it. Do not go and get super drunk on all your great vegan wine Head to the bar the next day around 12 when you're hungover and think that you're going to knock that shit out with a Bloody Mary. Bad idea. Not going to be vegan. I don't think Rochelle noticed just how snappy her intro was there. I think you could just leave it at be wary of the Bloody Mary. I mean, it that rhymes. Was it must deliberate, be deliberate, but thank you so much for pointing it out for myself and the listeners. Guys, <laughs> I'm clever. Little announcement from Daniel. Me, clever, correct. So... <laughs> Um, other cocktails you need to be worried about. Any cocktails that have cream or milk, espresso martinis, white Russians. Espresso. Unless, 
espresso. <laughs> Unless they... Well, they could be expressive. Expressive martinis. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens after you have the espresso martini. I don't know what you've been having, but, uh, but my martinis are not expressing any... They're not gesturing <laughs> at me. Perhaps yours are, and Maybe perhaps- I get expressive when I have an espresso martini. I just think that you're uh, that, judging. That much I can vouch for. A lot, of espresso, <laughs> a lot of espresso martinis, though, don't have milk product in it, but... Just be careful what you're looking for. Be careful. Yeah, because, you know, there are some that are going to put a little bit of that in there. You need to... One of the best things you can do if you're going to go and order a drink at a bar is to talk to the barman first and say, I'm vegan. So which drinks can I order here? What out of your mixes are vegan? What out of your, you know, spirits are vegan? Which out of your wines are vegan? What have you got an offer for me? Can you check it out? If you have a good bartender, they're going to do that for you. Another thing I'd say is, although vodka is... I would say more than 90% of the time, vegan friendly, probably if you're really doing it to the nth degree, ask them what their house vodka is, because there are some that are not vegan friendly. Um, Vodka O, I found out, was not just recently, as in I Googled it just before we came on. Thankfully, we don't buy that brand. We haven't at least since we've been vegan. Yeah, we often did. And basically, before we were vegan. Yeah, we did beforehand, and um, and we, I don't think we have since, which is great, um, because basically we're a bit poor in the whole post COVID nineteen world anyway, and we've, we're having our first vodka at the moment in in you know some weeks and months. We're having the first bottle yeah, of vodka look, in the house in months. It was a birthday present. I turned thirty two recently. That's true, and but. That being said, um, it, it does pay to check, and then you can just say, oh, oh, what's your house vodka, when you're ordering something that is vegan-friendly, if you're going to have a drink after that, and then um, maybe scurry off and on your way to the restroom, just check that their house vodka is vegan-friendly, and if not, perhaps you need to upgrade the extra dollar or whatever it is to, to get one that is. And this is assuming that establishments are going to be open to do this in the near future, which we're all hoping. Yeah. I mean, I think that good establishments, a good bartender, they know their products. They know what is and isn't vegan. And these days, there are more and more people adopting a plant-based lifestyle or there are more and more people adopting a vegan lifestyle. So they do have to be more aware. They have to be more kind of clued into this. It is becoming a bit of a phenomenon at the moment. So, yeah. Um, Getting back to the cocktails. So any cocktail with foam on the top is likely made with egg whites. So that's like your whiskey sours, you know, any of the sours, they've got that foam on top. That's egg whites. Don't order that. I've got to say, there was one that we had, and I'm not going to mention the establishment because I'm not 100% sure, and it was many months ago, but I am... It was before we were vegan. It was, but yeah. I'm 99% sure that that macadamia foam was well, made... Well, it was macadamia foam, so it was made with macadamia. But hell, mate, that's like the best one of... Those espresso martinis. That I've was ever had. amazing, and it was sometime last year, but it was really, really it was good. Mid last year, and yeah. I'm going to say, I'm when they when the social restrictions allow me to potentially sample one again, I'm going to do my dojilit, my dojit. Your, I'm going to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens, you know, a glass and a half of red wine in, 
Um, okay, so... Look, I'm going to say I might have had two vegan-friendly beers before my glass and half of wine. He needed work... to sample everything to make sure that we Listen, were giving you a good cross-section. It was an important work bonding session, and I stand by my actions, really. It was research for this podcast, and we appreciate your efforts on the research front of these things. We do. Okay, so... <laughs> The other thing that you're going to have to look out for, so not all of the mixers are going to be vegan. One mixer in particular that you should always ask, always check out is orange juice. Orange juice that is listed as fortified with vitamin D often has fish oil in it. So have a look at their orange juice, ask to see it if you're ordering at a bar and just be aware because you don't want to drink something with fish oil. Especially if it's one of those ones that, and even when I wasn't, vegan um the ones that said they had omega-3 in it gee you couldn't tell it didn't have a weird fish taste yeah exactly the omega-3 ones obviously vitamin d and omega-3 are the two ones that that's got your fish oil in it and i don't know who just at one stage went "Mm, this reconstituted orange juice just isn't quite tasty enough let's let's squeeze some fish liver stuff in there because that'll just make it so much better but someone came up with that idea and uh and hats off to them yeah. Or not. So, anyway, uh, that is the episode for today. We're going to, you know, we will come back and we might do a little bit more on uh, vegan-friendly drinks and alcohol. I think I'm going to do some research between now and we next do the, do this. I mean, it may be incidental research anyway. It may not be. You, listener, can decide on that yourself if you've heard me here before. But, look, I'm going to make it my my journey, my, my mission statement to just basically go and sample some more and, um, just so I can come back to you. Otherwise I wouldn't do it. Yeah, obviously. I mean, this is a real trial for you. It's so hard. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I know you work so hard for this podcast. We appreciate you. Um, yes. So (laughs) that is our episode for today. And I just want to say as well, it can be an awkward thing when it comes to this particular area Um, As a vegan going to parties or events, when you don't know if the drinks they're serving are vegan, it can be a really hard one because who do you ask? Will they tell you? Do they even know? Will they mock you? Probably. Especially Um, after a couple of, you know, ice ice and glass uh, infused drinks of their own, they may feel the need to mock you. I mean, if in doubt, if you can get the name of the brand, if in doubt, check Barnivore out and... If you can't, then that's a personal choice. If you've been handed a drink and you don't want to feel rude, you decide to drink that drink. You know, these things happen. We aren't all perfect. Just be gentle with yourself. Make sure that you're making all the best and the right choices that you can, where you can. And look out for bees, I would say. Obviously, watch out for bees. (laughs) You have something with honey in it, they're coming for you. They may come to avenge their hives. It's happened to me before. I'm not going to say it happens to everyone. But, I mean... The results speak for themselves. Four decades, no bee stings. One sip after going, I'm vegan, of a honey-infused drink, and they came for me, hey? Like, I mean, it sounds paranoid, but it's true. It's true. It happened. Don't let it we, happen to you. You know what? We were on our balcony in our apartment, which is in a city. like about six floors up from the ground floor. And there's no... I first mean, bee I've ever seen on the balcony. Yeah, too. first bee we've it ever had bizarre. on the balcony. It was really odd. It was like they actually came for you because you went and did something non-vegan after claiming you were vegan. I'm I'm not trying to upset you. I'm not trying to cause any troubles here. Oh, look, I'm I mean, just saying. it would be enough to, to make a paranoid person think perhaps they were in a simulation. 
Again with the simulation. <laughs> what are you doing to me? Oh, look, I don't think He's, we're in it's a simulation. Been, it's been too long in isolation for it, Daniel. It, it has been, but I mean... But, I mean, it's it was a bit bizarre. It was a bit bizarre that I'd made it four decades. This was pre, um, pre-weird... Weird outlooks from being in isolation for a bunch anyway. And I was like, I just said, oh my it was God. Free isolation. It no, was no, it, COVID, it, it was in February. And I said, I got, my immediate response was, wow, they came for me. Because it was just bizarre that the bee stung me after like four decades. I don't know how many days that equates to. Someone with a better maths brain will be able to click their fingers and do that. But. That was a lot of days without being stung by a bee, and for it to happen then was bizarre, truly. It really was. So, that's a warning for you all. (laughs) The bees will come for you, apparently. Thank you for joining us for today's episode. Daniel, thank you for being on the podcast again. Happy to be here. Ugh, guys. Come on. I know that he loves to pun, but... Well, I had to leave with a sting in the tail, and I mean... You know. Oh, my God. I, that's enough. That's enough. We're done. We're done with that. All right. I'm going to buzz off now. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for today's podcast, Drinking Vegan, giving you all of those tips about why certain beers and wines aren't vegan. Um, if you enjoyed today's podcast, please share it to your socials. Tag us, and we will share it to our socials as well. Uh, Hit us up if you have any questions, if you've got any suggestions for guests, if you just want to talk to us. We're always about on Instagram and Facebook. Hit us up there. Uh, We do have some exciting news that we'll be sharing in a little while. So make sure that you click that subscribe button, follow along on our journey, and we will catch up with you next week.